It's your boy D. All right, y'all. What's up? What's up? What's up? This is episode number 188. I got with me my man, Garrett Shiles. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good, man. How are you doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good, man. Uh, man, it's been a minute, bro. Like, <laughs> when was the last time I seen you, bro? Uh, probably sometime in, uh, somewhere in Conway, Arkansas. Um, uh, I'm trying to think. Really, matter of fact, I think we did an interview. Uh, it was actually in the student center. Um, I think it was. I think that was you. It was downstairs in the student center at the like the radio station. I think it was you. It was me, and it was. Uh, I can't think of the. It was another. It was another girl that was with us. Uh, she ended up becoming a Zeta or something like that. But. Um, oh was, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I actually. So as soon as you asked that question, I thought about it. Actually, yeah, we were doing the interview then. I don't remember what it was about, but um, yeah, 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 yeah. So, I I think that's the last time. Like that might not have been the last time you and I like talked, but that's like the the last moment I remember with you. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, that was like what 2013, 2014. Yeah, yeah. It had to be. It had to be. It had to be fourteen. It had to be fourteen. Fourteen or. Yeah, it had to be fourteen because, yeah, yeah, that was definitely fourteen. Because yeah. in fifteen, in fifteen, I, I, uh, I left in, well, fourteen. I decided I wasn't going back to UCA, and I left and went to California in fifteen in March. Okay, gotcha. So yeah, but yeah, that that's 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 one of the moments we had. So, man, since then, man, I've been here in Memphis, uh, just grinding it out here, man. So yeah. Oh shoot! Dang. Move to Memphis. How's Memphis? Oh, you know, I'm I'm from here, so uh Oh, okay. <laughs> so to me, uh uh I'm from this area, I'll say. So um ultimately, uh, you know, uh this is home. So but Memphis so far so good. Uh you know, can't complain. I feel that. I feel that man. So um man, um what what you been up to? Like what's what's your story? How'd you get to where you are, man? How'd I get to where I am? So uh so also for those not knowing, at, currently at the moment, um, I, I consider myself a Bible teacher. Um, that's one of the things that I do. I, I, I passionately uh, care about. I, I, I carefully uh, mm-hmm. study um, and things of that nature. But uh, that that that's that's now 2023. But you know, uh, I'll start at UC, I'll start at UCA, uh, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those who don't know, UCA is a college, University of Central Arkansas, that's located in uh, Conway, Arkansas. Go Bears! Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, man. So uh, I went out. I went to UCA, not knowing anybody there. Didn't know anything about the school. Uh, it was close enough. It was close enough uh, from home, but yet still far enough to kind of be away from home, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I just went out there, man, just to go to school. I, you know, just to go to school like everybody else did leave high school, go to college, really. Um, And, uh, you know, over the course of time, I actually ended up becoming a photographer um, and ended up disliking that when I started college. I think I started college like in 2013, but I don't think I really started photography until like maybe 2014, 2015, right or somewhere. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually, you know, I actually got good at it. You know, actually, it actually became something that like 
I liked, but then people happened to like the work that I did. So I end up doing mm-hmm. like photo shoots and taking pictures. And then next thing you know, uh, I'm like working with like different fashion boutiques. I ended up realizing I want to do fashion photography. So then from there, you know, I um, ended up working with more boutiques and I'm getting this uh, opportunity to go to New York Fashion Week. And I went twice um, and took pictures out there. Uh, just had a good time, learned. Uh, just kind of got, a, man, I don't want to say, I, I got a little taste, I, I say a little taste of this Hollywood, uh, mm-hmm. um, just what it's like, just the environment, things of that nature, you know? Um, and I want to say, yeah, I, I was very focused on on photography, just really trying to take that to the next level. Um, I think at that time, if I remember correctly, I wanted to like actually have like a magazine. Like I want to have my own like fashion magazine. Uh, uh, rest mm-hmm. in peace to Virgil Abloh. But you know he was one of those artists that whenever he releases a piece of artistry, like you know uh, anything he works on, he releases mm-hmm. it. A lot of artists um, will pay homage to it. They'll uh, you know whenever he releases something, all those in the art fashion industry are going to like uh, look it up. They're going to talk about it. It's just a big deal whenever he releases something, right? Right. And so for me, I wanted to have that same influence in the fashion photography world. I wanted to release a magazine mm-hmm. and then hopefully that, like when I release, hopefully it inspires others to whatever it inspires them to do. Um, so that that was like my my, my dream. Uh, that's where I believed that I was going to go in life. And I just was mm-hmm. focused on that and, you know, all that kind of stuff, you know. Um, and then I think... Hmm... I think it was like 2017. Okay. Uh, and during this year, it wasn't that like n- nothing changed immediately, but this moment when I when I reflect back, it was this question that I got asked that changed everything. And it didn't change like immediately, but it started it started me it, it started taking me down a path that just changed the course of what I thought I was going to do, who I was going to be, all of that. And uh, mm-hmm. I was with a friend. <laughs> And she wanted to, uh, she, she, I don't know if she is now, but at the time she was like into the modeling thing and she was working on her modeling portfolio. And I was the photographer people would go to a lot of, it was more, um, but I was like one of those few people people knew about. So uh, she happened to reach out to me. We ended up, uh, it was like a coffee shop. I don't know if it's still there. I've not been to Conway in a minute, but there's a coffee shop that's right across from the UCA campus. I think it's called like Blue Sail Coffee or something like that. Uh, it was some uh, now you might have left by that time, but they ended up building. Yeah, yeah, I was gone because I, I was like, I'm like, nah, that don't sound familiar at all. Okay, like, yeah. What, what side of the campus was it on? It was, uh, it was on, I think it was on Donaghy Road, man. Honestly, um, and they they just built they they at some oh point, oh it's one of those new things they were working on building, right? Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. it was next to I think it was next to like the business building on the campus, like mm-hmm. it was like a like okay. fair. And, and so I think it was called Donaghy Dorms. It, basically, like you could live there. There was dorms in there too. But also on the on the first floor, they had a coffee shop. They had like a like a like a I guess like a like a little mini grocery store, uh, a restaurant. They had like a few spots on the bottom mm-hmm. of the on the first floor. I guess for students, people who wanted to swing by. So uh, we ended up taking pictures at that coffee shop. I think it was called Blue Sale. I'm not fully sure. But, uh, you know, after we took the pictures, you know, we sit down. Um, I think it was like, I think it was like April 17th, 2017, I think. Um, mm-hmm. And she was sharing with me 
um, just we were just sitting on talking, and she's just kind of saying these different various things. And uh, mm-hmm. she asked a question. Uh, she said she asked. Uh, she was talking. Well, she was talking about why she doesn't go to church anymore. And I happened to ask her, and I was like, "Why don't you go to church anymore?" And she was like, "Well, why should I follow this man named Jesus when all he did was teach us how to love?" And when she when she when she asked that question, me having the background I have, um, I I you know I I didn't know what to say. I didn't really have any type of response or mm-hmm. a rebuttal or a question back, but. Yeah that question really awakened my 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 um my journey and what actually has led to where i am now so um i would definitely i think that's a, a good glimpse of what i've been you know as far as where i've been um in the past and so that that question about why why do i follow jesus and that that question really has struck a chord with me then and it, you know um I will always ask myself that question, not because, um, mm-hmm. not because I will never have like an answer to it, or that I'll never know why. But I think that's a question as a person grows and the person develops. Like, okay, well, why do you, why, why, why do? And we, I say Yeshua, um, but why, why, why do you follow Yeshua? Why, why do you go to church? Why do you do these things? You know, because sometimes we kind of fall into these patterns. And we just do it because everyone else is doing it or we, we, you know, we just do things because others are doing it. And sometimes we even do it because our parents are doing it. And to a certain extent, your parents should be leading you, guiding you. But there does come a certain point in your life where you got to be held accountable for what you're doing and why you're doing it. And so uh, it's, mm-hmm. I, I guess that question is just a very intentional question that would never not be intentional. So I think that's mm-hmm. why I always ask it to myself, you know, so um, that is uh, where I've been. Um, and so really ever since then, man, I don't think I really, <laughs> uh, so after that question, you know, um, mm-hmm. I was still doing photography, still in Conway, still doing my thing, but it's yeah. like, as the, the months went by, as the years went by, it just ate at me more and more. And I think, uh, man, I want to say like 2018, 20, I don't know, 2018, 2019, I ended up moving back to Memphis, you know, um, mm-hmm there came a point where I realized like I'm lost, you know, um, I, I, I can't really explain to myself why I'm doing what I'm doing. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm doing photography, but I mean, to be honest with you, it's not like it's really like sustaining me financially. So it's like, go live like this super secure life. Like it's, it's not, it, it was, it was, a, it was doing well. It was getting me attention on social media. It was getting me the likes when people saw me, Oh, gee, you doing your thing? Oh, bro, like, man, I'm, 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 you know, I always got these really, um, grand, grandiose compliments, but I knew in my mind, like, I mean, this is cool. You're giving me the compliments, and at some point, to be real with myself, it's like, am I just keeping this up for attention? Like, this is this really bringing me security? Is it? Is it? Is this the life that I really want? Is this really what I'm doing? Or like, I just begin to ask myself mm-hmm. more harder questions about my own life. And I kept it real. I was like, I think I'm lost. You know, I, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know why I follow Yeshua. I don't don't know why I go to church. I don't know all the. I don't. I don't know. I don't know nothing at this point. I was like, I didn't know anything. And so all I all I knew to do was to just go back home to Memphis, uh, where I've grown up, uh, go to the church that I go to, um, and just man, you know, uh, I began to talk with my pastor and have conversations with him about this 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 place that I was at, 
And man, the rest is history, man. It <laughs> ever since then, things have just kind of. Uh, mm-hmm. And to, to explain what all oh, what else has happened, I have to, it's another like forty five hour, uh, forty five. <laughs> you know, but I, I could definitely say ever since then, today I I, I am a Bible teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, it's my heart. It's my passion. It is something that I will. I believe I always do. Um, definitely to the place to where I'm, I'm comfortable at this point traveling different states, different countries mm-hmm. to, to teach, to disciple, to inspire, um, and things of that nature. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. That question at the coffee shop, that, that's a, that's a good, that is a, that is a good question. That is a good question because it's like, it's like, what do you tell that person? What do you, what do you tell that person? Like to, to, for them, and the thing is, like, even if you give them your reason, that's not what's going to work for them, though. Correct. You know, and th- there, yeah, there's almost no good answer. Like, the only thing you could respond with is yourself. You would have to have known that person and really know them to tailor fit a message to them or be, like, divinely inspired to, like, give them a message that works for them in that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other than that, like... Yeah, because I mean, yeah, yeah, because it's, it's already it's already uh, a, the person's already coming from a very defensive position, like which which makes me like think in my head, like, OK, this person has there, there's something there's something there to where like there's some hurt there or there's something to where um, you feel disappointed in something to where like I, I, I akin it to like you pray for something and you really wanted it to happen and it didn't, you know, and yeah. it happened more than once. And you know what I'm saying? And you're like, oh, man, you know what I'm saying? Please, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, if you have, like, a family member with, like, cancer or something, you're like, please don't, you know what I'm saying? Heal them with cancer, blah, 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 and they still die, you know? And it's one of those things where it's like, you know, you could you could lose lose absolute hope. You could lose faith, you know what I'm saying, completely, because you're like, I tried, you know, this little thing, this other little thing, this bigger thing, this bigger thing, and you know what I'm saying? And you're not looking at maybe the grander picture of what god is trying to do you know um because some sometimes um uh i don't know any way other way to say this it's going to sound really dark but sometimes yeah. some people have to be moved out the way and they have, to what? they have to be they have to be moved out of the way not i'm not saying like they were an they're necessarily an obstacle. It's just their time has come and that's as far as that person is going with you. They have to stop here and you have to keep going by yourself to get the rest of the lessons that are intended for you. Yeah. Yeah, that's um you know, you said a lot of stuff there. And at at the core of it, you know, a, a lot of people just don't really know that they, that they don't know God for themselves. They really don't. Uh, what tends to happen is that a lot of us, we 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 thrive spiritually off of other people's revelations of God. So if I spend time with Yeshua and if I pray and if I'm in his word and I'm really trying to search him out to really know him better for myself, then what begins to happen is people get curious and have questions and that's good. But at some point, you have to grow up to realize like we have the same word. We have the same Bible. Um, we, we have like, we have the same amount of hours in a day. You don't have to, you don't have to, I'm saying you don't have to spend 
six hours in your Bible to feel like it's it's it's, it's a sufficient amount. Um, the mm-hmm. goal is to just make sure you spend time with Him. I'll start with just five minutes a day. But a lot right. of times we are we, we don't know we don't know God for ourselves, and so mm-hmm. um, a lot of people just thrive off of the past. They go to church and hear what the pastor got to say, and yep. that's enough for them. But at some point, no, 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 you got to realize you you got to get this for yourself. Like you have access to God, just like that pastor does, you know? So um, a lot of people really don't know God for themselves. They, they, they listen to what social media says. They listen to what the pastor says. I'm not saying that you shouldn't listen to your pastor. I'm not saying that there aren't things on social media that aren't good. There are, I put things on social media that I think people should hear, but at some point you have to realize Mm -hmm. like, this is for you. Even when Yeshua taught his 12 disciples, he, he, he always told them that I'm going to die. I'm, I'm going to leave here. His disciples never understood that. They kept looking like, what is he talking about? He's going to die. Like, what do you, what do yeah. you like, what do you mean? And the disciples never really got it. But at some point, yes, he died. And he, he told them they just didn't like really take at that. They didn't adhere to it. But then at some point, you know, Yeshua left. He went back to his father in heaven. These 12 disciples are here. And God told them, well, Yeshua told them that I'm going to send my Holy Spirit to be what's going to help you through, you know, your journey as you continue to go as my leaders. But there was, mm-hmm. there came a time where Yeshua, he wasn't even there with them. They had the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. That was their help. You know, so even even the, 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 the people who follow Yeshua in the flesh when he was on the earth walking, like even he, he had a time where he had to go. You know, mm-hmm. so not, not even the, the, the original people who follow him at first. That they fell alone at some point, but they knew they had his spirit. So, you know, my point in saying that is there does come a time where um, things change. Uh, the people that are once there, it changes. Um, mm-hmm. But if, if you, you know, again, it, it just comes to if, if you truly know him for yourself. Um, <laughs> I can't say that every single day, every single second is going to be comfortable, uh, but I can't say it'll be worth it, you know. But ultimately, my point in that is just saying, like, you know, people just don't know. Uh, God for himself. People don't know that Jesus Christ, Yeshua, however person wants to put it, he 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 sent him down to reconcile us back to God. Like because he 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 sent him down. This is my son. I'm sending him down and I'm preaching this message of turning back to the Father. Well, why? Oh, sorry, something failed. But I'm I'm preaching this message. Um I'm sending my son down to the earth to tell my people that now you can return back to me by believing in my son, by following my son. Well, why, why would you follow? Why would you follow Yeshua? Why would you follow him? Because before he came to the earth, he mm-hmm. was in eternal life with God. He was already up there. He was fine. He was at God's right hand, chilling, like in peace, didn't have to do anything we got to deal with. He was there. Yeshua sacrificed his place in heaven to come down to the earth to be with people that give him a hard time. And then he dies mm-hmm. for them. Like, he gets beat brutally for him, for these people, mm-hmm. goes back to heaven. So wh- why would you follow Yeshua? Well, because he came from the Father. So it makes sense to follow him. So when you're following Yeshua, you're following him back to the God in heaven where we all came from in the first place. But people don't know that. And it's, it's you know, it's not, it's really not rocket science. It really isn't. It's, it's, it's in his word. We, we just don't get in there for ourselves because this is what he gave us, you know. Um, this is... I have a few Bibles here, but this is one of them. This is one of them. But this is he, he gave us this to know him better. And we don't you we don't utilize it. We don't use it. 
we have access to we got apps on our phones we got audio things we can listen to we got youtube like the access to the word nowadays there's no excuse why you really yeah should be- there's a whole free app like yeah. <laughs> a so, whole free app with every yeah. translation you could ever ask for ever <laughs> you know so that at this point there's no excuse you know um mm-hmm. but you know i'll just stop there but yeah it, it there's no excuse at this point we just don't know we don't know we don't know the father for ourselves you know mm. so. oh, okay okay so i have a question like why do you why do you say yeshua instead of saying jesus like what what's the what's behind that like um, I, I say Yeshua because at the end of the day, the only thing really God wants from us, Yeshua wants from us, Yeshua is just God in the flesh when he came to the earth. Um, the only thing he really wants from us, and actually what defines Christians from other religions, other belief systems, is that this God wants a relationship with us. <laughs> like, that's the defining thing. You got a God in heaven that's way superior than all of us, but he desired to have a relationship with us, right? And so the thing is, the reason why I say this is because none of us um, are, are, like, in terms of having a relationship with Yeshua, we have to accept him as our Lord and Savior, right? Mm-hmm. At that point, once you have his Holy Spirit, you're in. There's, you're, you're, you're there, like, you're in heaven. There, there's scriptures approved that, like, once you have this Holy Spirit, you're guaranteed access to heaven. That there's at that point that there's nothing you could do for salvation. There's not an action you could do. There's, so when it comes to learning more about Yeshua, you know, uh, you know, we're not saved according to our knowledge, but because He desires a relationship with us. Now that I have His Holy Spirit, I desire a relationship with Him so I can know Him better. So it's just it's like a friendship. Like you ever had a friend? And it's like y'all hang out, y'all talk, y'all kick it, but it's like you really don't know me, like <laughs> you know. Um, mm-hmm. And the thing is, we have to understand that my well, my goal is to just know Yeshua better. Now, I say Yeshua because you know we live in the twenty first century, but the times—if you read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John—this is during the first century, right? Um, I've even and I've even seen people say this. Or ask these questions, and um, people will make it seem like the Bible's a joke because you got people named Matthew. That's an English name, and these are Hebrews. And people kind of make these little questions up, and just they're very confused. But here's the thing: mm-hmm. the, in- the the time where Yeshua and his disciples lived—that's during the first century, right? The English language wasn't even created until, or actually thought of until like somewhere around the end of the ninth, beginning of the tenth century. And it didn't, it, it evolved over the next four centuries. From So from the ninth century, we could say, to like the 13th century, the English language was created. And you got different English languages. You got old English, modern English, like all these different types of Englishes, right? Mm-hmm. So here's the thing. If Yeshua and his disciples lived in the first century, the language that you and I talk right now wasn't invented until like the ninth through 13th century. During that time in the first century, they didn't know English. English wasn't even thought of or created. And so what were they talking? What were they saying? What were they thinking? Their culture is so different from ours. Mm-hmm. This is they're in the first century. We live in the 21st century. They yeah. weren't thinking about English. It wasn't even thought of. These, you know, so Yeshua, he was speaking, he was speaking Hebrew Aramaic language. And so when I'm talking about knowing the not knowing the Messiah better, knowing Yeshua better. I have to look at his scriptures from a Hebrew perspective because that's the culture he came from. He was a Jew. 
He spoke mm -hmm. Hebrew and Aramaic. And so in the Hebrew, um, you'll, you'll find that, that, that when they, what they call Yeshua, his whole name was, well, what people would call him is Yeshua Hamashiach, but um, Yeshua, mm -hmm. it could be Yehoshua, it could be, uh, but as long as it sounded like Yeshua, you know, anything like that, then that's his name. So the reason I say Yeshua is because that, in, in if if I was back in the first century, that's that that would have been what they would have called him during that time. And so that's me calling him who he is versus calling him who I heard he is. You know, um, so mm. kind of people have these. You know, it's like you can either accept what you hear to be true or you could hear what's being said and find out for yourself and so mm -hmm. jesus is just the english translation of yeshua basically but i want to go back to his culture i want to go back to his the language he spoke and a lot of times we don't we don't build relationships based on the language that person speaks we kind of just try to look at them the way that we see them but not the way they, of really who they are and so ultimately, that's why I, I come from the place of Yeshua, because that's what he would have been. That's what they would have called him during that time. Yeshua, Yehoshua, Yeshua HaMashiach. So uh, mm. that, that's what I would. That's that's why I say Yeshua. Mm. That gave me a totally different like thought process on like something else, something else that something else that I, I'm dealing with in life. And I was like, oh, snaps. I'm like, I am kind of looking at that person from my point of view instead of looking at them from where they are at and yeah like, you, 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 should, you should talk to a person that they you know when it comes to building a relationship you know uh learn that person with their like from their experiences from their words from their languages and they got to reciprocate that they got mm -hmm. to, it's not it's not a one-sided thing but yeshua does that he, he he speaks what's according to our languages he does but we don't we don't we don't do the same with him we don't reciprocate that same love back to him um, and so that that's my intention and my heart behind why I say Yeshua. It's just to let let his, his identity is in this text. So I'm letting the text tell me who he is. And based on my understanding, he was a Jew. He spoke Hebrew Aramaic. Okay, so if it was in that language, then it would have been Yeshua. You know, but thank God that we have the text that is translated in English. Um that, that thank God that we have that because if we didn't. I wouldn't know Yeshua for myself, you know. I, I wouldn't. I had to learn Hebrew just to learn who Yeshua is. But thank God that there yeah. are people who took the time out to translate these things from one language to the next. Mm -hmm. You know, um, so yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Cause yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Very, very insightful. But yeah, I, 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 I kind of always knew that that was. Um, I heard it from my uncle because he had he had a Hebrew Bible right. and he had a regular Bible and he would always be sitting there like going back and forth between the two. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and he was my first exposure to that. I think what was that like? I want to say I was like 12. I was yeah. like 12, and like he's going back and forth. He's in the garage and he's like telling me all this stuff. Like, so I'd get off of school and I'd like go over there and I'd be sitting with him, and I'd sometimes be there from like five to like like ten. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And he just he just talking. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. just talking about all this stuff that he's reading and like why this is this way and da 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 da, and he's like explaining all this stuff and I'm just like, mm, okay, yeah, okay. Like so, I soaked it all up, and yeah. it just like as I became an adult, like certain things just stuck, and it like it re, you know what I'm saying? It re came about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's yeah. like it's like I felt like 
I felt like when I first like really like got into church in what like what fifteen? Yeah, I was like fifteen, fourteen. Yeah. I like fifteen, fourteen, one or two. Um everything everything was like in English and all the other stuff or whatever. But I kinda like had this background knowledge of like that stuff that he had, he had already told me. Right. Or whatever. But it it didn't really come like even then, like I went through my whole stint where I was like really in church or whatever. And then I didn't hear about this stuff again till like I wanna say I was yeah, I was here in California. I wanna say like 2016, 2017. I didn't hear about it again. And that was just randomly on the internet. Like just randomly. Randomly on the internet. And I'm watching some dude's YouTube video and he's like he's like saying it over and over and over and over and over yeah. again. And I'm just like, I'm like, who is that? Like <laughs> Yeah. That's that's how I that's how I started with who is that? And then I realized I was like, oh okay, this is this is this is what this is, and this is how this translates to that. And I start to kind of like put the put the pieces together because I mean a lot of people like I would say like are passive listeners of the word. Like you're not actively like engaging with it. You're not actively like thinking about it. You're just accepting information. You're just accepting mm-hmm. information. But but the problem with that is you can easily become a sheep and you can easily be misled into like being somewhere that you're not. And it's, and, and it's ironic because yes, you're supposed to, you know, the Lord is your shepherd, you know what I'm saying? But you, you can't just be led by anybody. Like you're not a dumb sheep. You're, you're a smart sheep. <laughs> like, yeah. You gotta, you gotta like move humbly and you know what I'm saying? All that stuff. But at the same time, you got you you have your right mind and you you need to be cognizant of the fact that hey i i have to know where 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 i'm going like i have eyes look forward where are you going if the direction that this is taking you is not grounded in principle like yeah. you got to got to move around yeah yeah we 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 don't, we don't have to move blindly you know it, he gave us his word <laughs> yeah. you know uh scripture says my sheep know my voice so when you spend time in his word you get familiar with his voice so when you do hear these things you can discern okay well is this is this scripture or is this is this just a person's interpretation of a scripture and that's not to say that it's wrong but at some point you do have to like learn how to uh there's this like thing that i that i that i used a while ago um it's it's called reasonable doubt an unreasonable doubt, you know, um, that I, that I've taught, it's been a while ago, but mm-hmm. there, there, there's unreasonable doubt where it's like you hear everything and you just automatically challenge everything because you just want attention because uh-huh. you want to doubt everything yeah. to make room for your own opinions because you don't want to, you know, you got some folks who just doubt everything just for the sake of doubting everything. Mm-hmm. But then there's reasonable doubt where it's, it's like, I hear it, you know, uh, and it's like, it's not to say that that's wrong, but I need to go check that for myself and read that for myself because, again, I have access to something that you have access to. It's free. And there, there's countries where people will get killed for, like, picking up their Bible or praying. But, yeah, here mm-hmm. we are in America, and we can literally grab a Bible. There's Bibles on the side of the road folks throw away. It's probably Bibles in the trash can. The access to one is, is, is like, phenomenal here in America. But, yeah, it's, it's like... the most so book what like every every year 
yeah, yeah. It's, it's the access to it is is it's like there again. That's why I say it's no excuse. Nothing, no this word. There's no excuse. You know, um, but ultimately, you know, uh, we have access to it. But you know, we just you hear it. It's like okay, that 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 sounds good because I because I know my father's voice. I I, I do take what you say to be true. But I do need to go look at that from myself just to make sure mm-hmm. we don't we, we we don't function out of reasonable doubt. Like you said, we just hear things and just okay, true, 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 true. And then next thing you know, we you know we just a little confused on things. Um, so you know, uh, and that that's why I teach it. You know, in in a plain mm-hmm. way, in a simple way, to where it's not so high and spiritual that uh, somebody who's not that spiritual can't understand it. You know. Um, it, it needs to be easy for anybody to understand. It just depends on my audience, you know. So I, I can. It just depends on who I'm talking to. Um, but my goal is really just help people know their word better, um, understand their word. Like, okay, when you say the Bible, well, how would you explain this to somebody? What would you say about it? Um, mm-hmm. if, if you just pick up your Bible for the first time, what version do you read from? Because some versions are pretty complex. There's different translation styles. You know, you got to pick up. Um, you know, it's and, and where where should you start? I always tell anybody start with the four accounts of Yeshua, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Like, and so it, it's just it's so much, and it is intimidating. It is a lot. People, and I think that that can be a reason why some people just don't because it's just so much. And um, again, I don't think that's an excuse, but I I can comprehend why a person is like I don't know because again, it, it's a lot. It's a lot with this Bible, so. I'm just here to clarify it, to to kind of um, just like really, man, just like bring a fire in somebody's heart to really know God better. I'm not doing this for knowledge. If you want to learn the Bible just to have a bunch of knowledge, just walk around and gloat about it, then I'm not for you. But if you want to know the Son of God better for yourself to have a better relationship with him, then I can help you. Period. For sure. For sure. Um, I, yeah, yeah, because I, I, I would highly recommend because I've read through it myself physically either three to five times like the whole thing um yeah. i i personally read the king james version um but but yeah. i have the i have the capacity to understand what's going on on it right so i it it's it it don't mean that it, it's fine to me you know what i'm saying yeah. i can kind of glean from the words and go okay this is, means this in english and this is kind of what this is saying all right cool like yeah. and, I, and if i if i have questions like you just open up the bible app hit the translate button and go to a thing that's not old English yeah, yeah. <laughs> with all the, without all the yees and bees and all that. <laughs> yeah, you can get a version. They'll just sit up and say, the yeah. cat, the dog, instead of saying, ye shall not yeah. don't do this. Like it will make yeah. it very simple. Um, and then I listened to it on audiobook twice. Um, I really, I, I, I really wish I still had that audiobook copy. Because that one was read by a bunch of different celebrities, and like Morgan Freeman was in there. Like Morgan Freeman's sections were fire. Denzel Washington's sections were fire. Uh, who else? Who else? Kurt Franklin was in there. Mm. Uh, it, yeah, it, it was. It was a nice. It had. It had a nice collection of people. I think even Beyonce was like in there at one point, wow. like on the audiobook. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I really, I really wish I had the audiobook, or it was some other famous singer. Uh, if it wasn't Beyonce. And like I'm like that audiobook was fire. Like yeah. I got it. Who gave it to me? I forget. Somebody somebody gave me that audiobook. And man, I, I was listening to it like every night. Like that's what I did before I went to sleep. Like I, I would just cut it on and I'd just be like and I'd just be staring at the ceiling and I'm like, 
well, I'm going to go to sleep. And uh, I'll pick back up wherever I remember last. It started again. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I sitting there just listening. Yeah. And staring at the ceiling. Um, but yeah, and that's that's another thing too, people. Like y'all can get like an audio book, get somebody read it to you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? If if you can't if you can't actually like yo, all right, I can't I can't physically like reading is tough for me. All right, cool, that's fine. Like get an audio book. You know what I'm saying? There's there's YouTube videos that like got it visual representations and stuff and all that. Like like there's some there's some crazy stuff out there. Like to kind of like help you get through the Bible. Yeah, it really is. You know so. And it, that's that, you know, like respect to you, like because you know you you understand just how to maneuver through with scriptures. Like you know, you can pick up a K, KJV and read it and understand. Like, well, there's other versions I can kind of look into to kind of make sure I get what this is saying. So you like you know, like you understand mm-hmm. the different versions and you actually engage and utilize it. But you know, there's some that's just like, don't do that. They don't they don't know that. Um, yeah. And so just kind of removing the. Just kind of just bringing clarity to the word, um, helping them understand it. Uh, yeah. That's that's really why I do what I do, man. It, it's uh, you know, it's it's rewarding. So yeah, yeah. And I, I want I want people to know like it's okay if you don't understand. Like it's it's okay to say there's there's some stuff like especially like when I got to the end, I got to Revelation. I, I listened to Revelation on its own five separate times. Okay, mm-hmm. and I read it twice. Cause I didn't, I could not understand what was going on, yeah, like at all. Like to this day, there's there's certain sections and paragraphs I have no idea what they're talking about, no yeah. idea. I'm yeah. like a dragon, uh, uh, a serpent, uh, uh, something else came from the sky, ate the thing. I'm like, what is going on? What does this mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, that that book, man, that, yeah. Um, yeah, that, that, that's a pretty I think metaphorical, that's a, well, not a pretty, that's a highly, highly, highly metaphorical, highly metaphorical book. So that, that book takes some time. It definitely takes some time. Yeah. You know? That one, that one, I think that's the hard, I think that's the roughest read of yeah. all of them, even though it's highly entertaining because of the stuff that it's saying on the page, you're like, what a two headed serpent. like it's like you get a lot of what but it at the same time you're like for understanding purposes it's like it's tough yeah yeah yeah. you know you got you got revelations uh joe is a pretty uh yeah um it's not it's not a hard read but it's hard to come to grips with just just the story you know just what happened Mm -hmm. to him and he ain't do nothing really (laughs) Uh, didn't do nothing still but yeah man um yeah so yeah man that's what i do that's what i love to do you can see my whiteboard behind me yeah yeah i was gonna ask you about that like what you got up there oh man this is uh so i so i'm I'm working on a uh like actual class um i'll be Mm -hmm. doing on zoom uh where anybody's welcome to come and i'm just kind of bit by bit just talking, explaining uh, different concepts of the Bible, just going through like the Bible itself. Like, what do you, what do you even like? If somebody was to ask you, what is the Bible? Well, th- this is, this is what you would say. And this is just according to what I've learned. You could change it up, but this is what I would, this is a way to explain what the Bible is. You know, mm-hmm. um, this is what this book means. This is what that book means. 
um, here, just different little tips and um, just kind of going through the Bible and giving like anybody who wants to know better, know more, just giving them free access to it. And so I, I have different topics that I think are very important to discuss. And so mm -hmm. on this board, I'm currently, I'm not done, but I'm currently learning about just like the synagogue structure. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. The synagogues yeah. and um, what led to the synagogues and uh, how did, you know, how, how, how did we get from church to synagogue, like from synagogue, really from the temple to the church, like mm -hmm. and just the evolution of uh, the services and how people just go about their services. Um, in the in these buildings, like just the evolution of it. So I'm um, just learning about synagogues and whatnot. And uh, yeah, so that's that is. It's just notes that I take as I learn, and um, I try to sit with it, read it, uh, write it, write it down, make sure that I get it, that it's in my heart before I erase and move on to the next thing. So that's all. That mm -hmm. there. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't. Yeah, but I, I would say. Uh, mm, 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 mm. Yeah, man. Um, so with those zooms, are you gonna are you gonna put those up on YouTube afterward? Are you gonna record them and put them up on YouTube? Yeah. Uh yeah, I'll put them on there so that way a person can look at it after. So if they can't make the like actual class, they could just click it and go to it and watch it whenever they want to. And and where can somebody find you on YouTube? Um, it'll be Ah, Lord. Let me go to the page. Uh, <laughs> so it will actually be on my Facebook and YouTube page. Uh, okay. So if you're on Facebook, you would just my name right here in the in this corner, Garrett. Garrett Sales. You type that in. Um, mm -hmm. you can find me there. And then on YouTube, uh, let me go to it real fast. my channel if you type in garrett sales again the same name you have you see on this screen you type in garrett sales um and then you'll be able to find me on youtube and facebook i already have like a few uh videos on there i actually have one that's called understanding your bible and it's kind of going through like the translations how to interpret scripture and be reading different versions mm -hmm. uh and then i have some other things uh, on here, I was doing some projects uh, like a year ago, so I put them on there. But you can find me on. Mm -hmm. You just type in Garrett Sales on Facebook and YouTube, and you can okay. find me there. So, for sure, for sure, man. Uh, is there anything else you want to leave the people with, my my man? Anything else I want to leave the people with, man? Um, uh, I, I'll definitely. I'll end it, you know, with, you know, uh, one of the, I think I asked the question, you know, wh why, why do I follow Jesus? I'm sure somebody may wonder mm -hmm. like, why does Garrett, like, why, why does Garrett follow Jesus? And I'm, I'm going to say where, where I, why I mm -hmm. started following him. There's so mm -hmm. much more to unpack on the why so many, there's so many things he did. Like the book yeah. of John, it ends with saying, if you, if, if we, if we had to write down everything that he did, there's not enough pages in the world to jot it down, you know? Um, so it, it's hard to kind of describe everything, but I will say that, uh, Yeshua is the only religious leader that did something for us in order to mm -hmm. get to him. All the other ones, you got to do something for them to get to us. You know, you got to do these like strict practices or you have to pray, you know, umpteen times a day and do this. 
and then you'll get to a certain state of perfection. Um, but now Yeshua, he he came down with us. He he sat amongst mm-hmm. us, lived amongst us. He saw things from our point of view first, died for us, and then he then he says, "All right, well, this is how you follow me." But first, he understood where we were first. Not even like parents do that. Not not all parents, but not even like leaders on earth do that well enough. Some people just tell you what to do without even understanding where you're coming from first. But this one came mm-hmm. down, saw from our point of view first died died like in the flesh died for us and then resurrected to say hey come follow me and you know um that that's why man like what what other religious leader died died for you you know uh Mm -hmm. we could start there you know so that that's why um there's a whole lot more to that but uh you know we'll be here all day (laughs) all right well yeah man um y'all definitely go check out gary south on YouTube and on Facebook. Um, y'all definitely tap in with him if y'all got any more questions about the Bible. Don't come ask me. He's the expert, or he's the expert, or not me. I, I, I'm just like a guy that knows enough for himself. Man, I'm just a teacher, man. I, you know, <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, for sure, man. Hey, well, this is episode number 188, man. Thank you for coming and thank y'all for watching and listening. We'll catch y'all later. All right.